Hello, and welcome to another episode of Getting the Most Out of Rocket U2. I'm Kenny Brunell, and I'm your host today. And with me in the studio, I have several guests. We have Vinny Smith, the Product Requirements Manager for Wintergrate. We also have Ed Robb, who is our Senior Support Analyst. And dialing in from Milton Keynes, UK, we have David Robertshaw, who is the Senior Architect for Wintergrate. Also joining us is Dave Peters, and Dave is the Product Requirements Manager for the U2 databases. So first of all, uh, Vinny, perhaps you could give our listeners uh, just a brief description of just what is Wintergrate. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, yeah, for, for those not familiar with Wintergrate, uh, at its very heart, Wintergrate's a terminal emulator. Uh, but much more than that, uh, as well as being able to, to run your traditional legacy U2 applications, you can take those and with Wintergrate scripting, very easily uh, convert those screens to a GUI look and feel. So being able to take your green screen legacy applications into a modern environment and framework, and then integrating those with other Windows components such as Microsoft Office, you know, such as Excel, etc. And then furthermore, you can take Wintergrate and with our N-tier architecture, deploy it either in a browser, through the Wintergrate server, and remotely on a thin client, or even as a Java applet. So, Kenny, really, Wintergrate takes you right through from your legacy green screen applications to one of the most modern interfaces in the Windows platform today. Well, thank you, Vinny. Perhaps uh, one of you could give our listeners an idea of what the new features are. What's, what's new and exciting about Wintergrate 6.2? Okay, Kenny, perhaps uh, I, should take, I should take that one initially. Um, well, as usual, we have the uh, combination of uh, housekeeping, bug fixes, and new features. And the main new feature is uh, support for SSH. Uh, we're finding increasingly uh, these days that uh, Telnet is not uh, sometimes not even supported on uh, some uh, Linux platforms, so certainly not out of the box. And so, um, especially in these days of sort of greater security, uh, people are looking to um, improve their connection to, to, to the uh, Linux server. Now, Wintergrade for many years has supported SSL connections, but SSH is more of a, an industry standard uh, out of the box for um, uh, Linux, and uh, today we support that now. Good points, David. And, and a couple of things I'd really like to just focus on that you mentioned there was, the, you know, first of all, the out-of-the-box experience. So for our listeners, you know, perhaps are thinking I, I need to be in some sort of compliance for some gov governance or corporate standards. Uh, what's my way forward? Obviously, there's options like SSL, but that requires an administrator to configure your, your back-end application server, whereas SSH comes as standard on most Unix platforms. Uh, the other thing is, you know, as we say, SSH is available for all of the multi-value platforms with Wintergrate. So not just for universal Unidata. If anyone's listening and they're using Wintergrate, and they're on a non-U2 platform and want to take advantage of SSH, that's going to be there in 6.2. SSH is a wonderful feature that we're adding, but we're also continuing our development on SSL. We're not giving up on it. It's a popular uh, security connection, and, and we want to continue to make that available as well. A couple of things that we've added to that are the ability to control the speed of the, the transfer using the blocks, changing the block size and packet size. And the advantage to that is sometimes you might have a network where there are delays or, or other things going on and, and by using these two features you're able to slow down the transfer of data if effectively. And we've had these available for years with Telnet and uh, serial connections so this is a, a really improved 
capability that we've we've added to SSL, and and uh, though you won't probably need to use it, you'll have that available to you. Okay, thanks for that, Ed. David, earlier you mentioned some housekeeping items that you did with Wintergrade 6.2. Can you uh, touch on that a bit? Yes, indeed. Uh, as always, a lot of our work uh, with a mature product is not so much adding new features, it's just keeping the existing features fresh and making sure they continue to work on new platforms and those kinds of things. So um, new for 6.2, we've certified uh, the product on Windows 764-bit, Windows Server R2. Uh, the Java client is certified on the new Mac OS X 10.6, no Leopard. We're certified with uh, Office 2010. Uh, there's a new code signing certificate for the Java client, um, and, and so on. So the whole thing stays fresh. Uh, we've made some branding changes, of course. Uh, everything is now, say, is rocket software everywhere throughout the whole product. Uh, we're using a different uh, version of the in- install shield. Uh, and we've made some changes to the various uh, uh, the developing components, such as the grid and the date time and the calculator, and uh, a, number, a number of uh, changes behind the scenes like that. One new item in the uh, product, which isn't so much a new feature, it's a new example, shows how you can GUITize a parameter-driven application. Uh, this this uh, capability has always been in the product, but what we've done now is bundle um, some host basic programs, which uh, read parameters from a file to display a character screen. And then we provide a basic program that picks up the parameters, generates a WinterGrade scripted dialog, and drives that dialog, again, from the host environment, from a, from a host basic program, uh, validated and defaulted field by field in a classic sort of character-based way, but, but working in exactly the same way as any other Windows dialog on your desktop. And that demonstrates how you can GUITize a, a parameter-based host application. That's been uh, um, requested by a number of people, and uh, it's, it's not that it's difficult to do, it's just that there are some concepts involved with events which you need to know how to, how to handle, and, and this demonstrates how to handle those kinds of events. Well, thank you, David. Another item that I understand that's actually uh, going to be an update to all the YouTube products is surrounding authorization. And uh, Vinny, perhaps you could give our listeners a rundown on what that's going to entail. Good question, Kenny. Uh, and it's not just changes on, on the authorization. There's also changes in the evaluation and some product lifecycle changes that I'd like to make sure our listeners are aware of. With Wintergrade 6.2, uh, by default, when you install it, it will run for 10 days and will count down to expiry. And if you need to get something else uh, other than a fully authorized copy, you can download a 60-day trial edition, which has limited functionality from our trials and downloads site on the web. Or you can get a 60-day evaluation authorization key through the normal channels or YouTube Business Connect. And that will be full functionality that will run as a default of 60 days. And all of these you can do prior to getting a full authorized copy of Wintergrate. On the other side, I'd like to make sure our listeners are aware of some of the product lifecycle changes that we're making with Wintergrade 6.2. When Wintergrade 6.2 is released, we will be end of life all previous versions of Wintergrade, which sounds a very scary thought. Uh, what we've done is made sure 6.2 will cooperate and work nicely with other older versions of Wintergrade 6.2 on the same network, so customers aren't being forced to upgrade to 6.2. Uh, we just have to make some changes so we can't sell previous versions of, of Wintergrade 6.2, uh, but you can you know, add additional users to a 6.2 license, or you can upgrade your old license, or run those in any combination that you want in order to get the right number of users. We're, we're not forcing anybody to change anything radically today. 
Uh, so hopefully that, that's not too scary a process. If people do have questions, there are some uh, announcements on our web pages. Uh, feel free to email you to ask us at rs.com and we'll be happy to, uh, to deal with that and talk to you more about it. Well, Vinny, thanks for those, uh, making those good points um, regarding life cycle and so on. So now let's get to the meat of the podcast, and that's how our users can get the most out of Wintergrade 6.2. So I'll throw that question out to the floor, and whoever would like to start, have at it. Good question, Kenny. So let, let me take that one, first of all. Uh, obviously, one of the easiest ways for people to start getting the most out of Wintergrade 6.2 would be to download a trial copy from the trials and downloads site, or to get an evaluation copy, depending on, on which pieces of functionality they want to test. And our listeners might be interested in some of the technical resources available in our developer zone area. And some of the things they can do there is look for technical papers, how-tos, recorded presentations on different areas. I know one of the ones that's going to be there for, the, for Wintergrade is going to be the Java two-way script tutorial, which will be of interest to certain people. So that, that's one way you can start getting the most out of Wintergrade. Um, and these are all great resources. I know support are very key in creating a number of those. So Ed, I don't know if there's any other resources you want to bring to the attention of our listeners. Thanks, Vinny. You had mentioned uh, earlier that we have some new features in Wintergrate, and we certainly want our, our users to be able to use those right out of the box. So support has created three tech nodes. One is on using the new SSH functionality. Another one is on the screen builder that David Robertshaw spoke about earlier. And there is also one on the changes in the authorization and licensing that have come about with 6.2. And, and of course, over time, we will be adding multiple tech notes to the U2 knowledge base. And to get to these, you'll want to go to the U2 Tech Connect webpage, and then from the left sidebar, select U2 knowledge base. And also, now our developers may want to take Wintergrate to a much higher level than out of the box. So in that case, if you need to have assistance with development, coding, and so on, we can engage professional services. And if you have just a little bit more complex, how do I do type questions, something that, that support would not typically deal with, we can also engage premium support to lend a hand. Yes, Ed, and uh, you mentioned uh, the GUITizing um, of the green screen application. That will be one of the sessions that the U2U this fall will be going through that in some detail, demonstrating it, and, and describing how the GUITized application is uh, uh, driven by the host basic environment and, and what the user sees is a, a completely natural Windows GUI interface. That'll be a good session, I think. Thanks, David. And we all look forward to those uh, U2U sessions because they're going to be in Denver and North America, and they'll be in the UK and Australia early next year. So fabulous. Looking forward to them. Uh, just so our listeners know, as always, we're, we're available 24 by 7 at u2askus at rs.com. Uh, and that's, uh, that's an email address that's actually managed by all of the uh, product requirement managers here at Rocket U2. And I'd like to take this opportunity to actually introduce one of the other guests we had here today, Dave Peters. Dave has responsibilities in a number of other areas within Rocket U2, and he's actually taking over from me the responsibility for the Wintergrate product requirements management role going forward. So I wanted to make sure we, we didn't forget and didn't overlook and say, hi Dave, welcome to the team, and we look forward to all of the input and contributions that you're going to give to this product. Thank you, Vinny, it's, and, and welcome, Wintergrate fans. It's good to be here, and I'm really looking forward to working with you. 
there's a lot we have to do yet, and one of the first things I'll be doing is organizing a webinar on Wintergrade 6.2. So look for me again on that webcast. Thank you. All right. Well, I would like to thank all of our guests, actually. Dave, thanks for joining us today and coming into uh, the Wintergrade podcast. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, Ed, appreciate your commentary as well today. Great. Thank you, Kenny. And David Robertshaw, we appreciate you calling in from the UK at this off hour. It's always a pleasure, Kenny. And finally, Vinny, thanks again for your input and uh, all the all the work you've done with Wintergrade. Uh, Kenny, a pleasure as always. And we'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in. And we hope that you have found this podcast useful. If you have any ideas or suggestions, uh, feedback on our podcast, we encourage you to contact us at u2askus at rs.com. Transcripts of today's podcast, which will include all the relevant links that we've referred to, are available on our website by following the YouTube podcast link from our main webpage, www.rs.com slash YouTube.